Episode 52 of the Barman and Bevo podcast. Mike Barman, are you there? Hello, Bevo. How are you tonight? I'm doing well. It's been a couple weeks. We took a small break. Week and a half? Uh, Might be two weeks at this point. I'm not 100% sure. Um, Regardless, we're back. We've got lots to talk about. Um, Ooh, and the Indians are winning. How about that? Beating the Red Sox tonight. There's 162 games, to one game. There's only about 40 left. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, let's dive right in. It's been a couple weeks. Uh, this past weekend, you were very, very busy. Um, you had a bunch of races that you were promoting and organizing and volunteering officiating. at, officiating. Uh, let's talk about this past weekend here in Atlanta. Yeah, we did the Hateville Criterium on Friday. Uh, <clears throat> uh, nice event that uh, the East Point Track Clubs put on, trying to uh, showcase Hateville as a city, as a place to uh, for the Delta and Porsche employees to ha- kind of hang out and uh, have a good time after work. Uh, went off rather well. We were um, we had about a uh, ten to twelve percent more riders than last year. Um, the men's pro race was exceptionally, uh, was good. Um, the women raced really hard. We had a, um, we also had, uh, 19 or 20 women, three, four, fives, uh, category three, four, five women, which is excellent. And all in all, I think everyone had a great time. Uh, Eric from beer girl actually, uh, uh, took out a permit and had a tent, uh, and a cooler wagon that he was selling beer out of. Um, and he was probably about two or three people deep the entire night selling beer and almost uh, almost selling out that's awesome to, i was fortunate enough to be on the comp on the comp list <laughs> all the pbr you could handle mm. <laughs> unfortunately he doesn't travel with pbr for some reason but more craft no need, yeah no, um, no need to worry i had a, a cooler with uh actually got some terrapin recreation ale and uh pbr in it uh for after the race or for anyone who uh who absolutely had to have a beer immediately and any, I know I saw the Wild Boys were there. Uh, Chad Conley won the uh, pro race Wild Boys style. Oh, good for him. Um, Daryl got some new shoes painted by Frank Travieso. Oh, cool. With the, with the Wild Boys logo on it. Nice. Yes. He's very excited. Um, all the East Point guys did uh, did real well. And uh, Heather Rineker did a fantastic job in the women's races. Excellent. And then Saturday you had the Grant Park Criterium. Were you Grant Park Criterium? I uh, stopped in in the morning. We provided the uh, the hay bales uh, and some of the other items for them. Uh, checked in and hung out for a little bit with them. Uh, I actually had to go clean off the street signs and make sure there wasn't any trash over at Hayville. Then headed over to Grant Park and then headed up to the shop uh, to work on Saturday. So it was a long day. I saw something. That made me think of you that you might want to try next year for some of these these criteriums you run. Yes. Domino's Pizza. Oh, Domino's Hotspot? No, 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 no. The, oh. um, they're offering free paving. Oh, Scott, uh, Scott the, the president, 
number one fan, Mr. President, is already on there. We we did a very good job of paving or fixing. Right. Um, no, I saw the post on Wednesday or Thursday of last week, and then yeah. I saw the commercial like that night, and I was like, oh, I should have told Barman about this. It would have saved him a lot of time. Well, Domino's the, out there paving. There wasn't there wasn't enough time, and uh, we did get after we helped uh, asphalt repair and concrete repair. We did get some. Uh, we did stop by the Domino's across the street from Central Avenue. Nice. And uh, got got some pizzas from them for everybody, and hung out at the velodrome and had a great uh, Sunday Sunday morning after after helping. You know, not not very many people use those roads, so I think after a couple, of, I think after a couple of years. I have a feeling that the the city of Hateville itself and maybe even the state of Georgia uh, will probably repave that course. And uh, I tell you what, it's going to be if they repave it, it's going to be super fast. Nice. And then, um, oh, winner on Saturday, one of our listeners having oh, yep. a really great summer out on the, the, the circus. Yeah. Nick uh, Luther. Mr. Mr. Nick Luther got a chance to stay at the barman pad. Uh, him Must and, have been uh, good Jeff. luck. Jesse Koistra. Yeah. All those guys in one bed. Amazing what it'll do for your motivation on the weekend. Actually have a separate bedroom set up with separate beds. Sure you do. (laughs) Uh, Congratulations, Nick. That's great. Um, You know, I know he's had a really good uh, circuit here the last maybe six, eight weeks, weeks with a couple wins and a couple second places, podium finishes, stuff like that. So good for him. Um, and then Sunday was, uh, Gwinnett Tech. Yeah, we were at Gwinnett Tech. Uh, I officiated, um, uh, it was a, a good day of racing, especially, uh, folks who were really keen on winning, uh, state championships. It was very important for them and they came out and represented and, uh, Tim Molino did a fantastic job promoting that. He only had about a week and a half or two weeks to put that together. Wow. And did a, did a great job. Uh, what do we have coming up here? I know there's a event at the Velodrome coming up Labor Day weekend. Yep. Pro race. Uh, hoping you're going to make it down uh, for Saturday. Oh, that's right. You're out of town. Yeah, I'm going to be at uh, um, the wedding. That's right. Uh, as, Friday of right night, as of right now, I'm going to the wedding. Uh, Friday night need for speed sprints. And then we go into what we call the Velodrome cup, uh, which is a kind of a different format than definitely what we use for the Kieran. Uh, got a little bit of something for everybody in the races. We've got John Wartester's going to be there denouncing. Nice. John always does a decent job. Yeah, he does great. Um, and then later in September, spin the district, spin the district, uh, the East point Velodrome race on Friday night, September 21st. Then we have uh, the Hayville Criterium during the day, no lights necessary, on September 22nd. And then we do College Park, September 23rd. Okay. Um, and then you got Georgia Tech starting up, right? Georgia Tech, actually, this is their race weekend out at Conyers this uh, Saturday and Sunday. So they'll be uh, out there in full force. It's the first race of the year, which can be a little bit of a challenge because everyone needs to get their number plates and such. Um. Anything else coming up that I'm leaving out? I know that's quite a bit for local. And some uh, of the stuff no, that, I think you. I think you did a good job of covering uh, all the uh, all the items. Well, we actually uh, there is a record challenge day on uh, September second, the Sunday after the pro race, where anyone who wants to do the hour record or I hear Brick Danger Blade might go after a record. 
that's definitely a possibility. And then Monday is our Collegiate Track Cup, uh, which we've done each year, which also has the ability for people who have raced a few criteriums uh, during the season can come and do one day of certification. Did we... The last recording, were you already back from California? I believe so. Did we talk about John Croom defending his title? I believe we did. Okay. Just want to make sure I didn't forget that one. Shall we mention again? John Croom, Kilo Champ. Unfortunately for John, he got got a little bit of uh, uh, bad news today. Uh, He wasn't selected for the Pan Am uh, championships, so uh, he might be available to come to spin the district. We'll find out here in a little bit. Cool. Yeah. Be good to have him back again. Of course. Um, All right. On to uh, some professional cycling news or former professional cycling news. (laughs) Um, I I saw a few people retweeted this story today. I don't know if you saw it or not, but uh, Lance Lance went over to Germany to meet with his former rival, Jan Ulrich, and it looked like he was trying to help him out or. Um, I didn't read the whole story, but I saw I saw the story and, and I thought it was worth mentioning. Was Jan in jail still? I think Jan's out of jail. Um, I think he's potentially getting some mental health checks. Gotcha. Um, but Lance was over there, you know, said some really nice things about Jan Ulrich being, you know, kind of motivating him when he was riding and stuff like that. Um is kind of all unusual Lance Lance complete bullshit and the opportunity to spotlight himself in a moment of someone else's weakness, weakness <laughs> way to go, Lance. Um, uh, yeah, I just saw this. The Vuelta starts Sunday. It does. It's a little early, isn't it? Uh, no, this is about the time it can. The tour like, started, it's like about a week or started a week late. So actually, the vault is starting, I believe, a week late also. So it seems um, to me like that. Um, it seems like they started right around Labor Day last year, and it went till mid September or like September twentieth, right around. Right, there. it's going to be about the seems, same. Seems like it's a, a like a week, a full week early, but um. <laughs> Interesting field for the race. All the retread tires trying to get back. Valverde, Quintana, Port, Rohan Dennis, Jack Haig, Vincenzo Nibali. I Quiet- will bet you the usual that Richie Port does not finish the Volta. <laughs> Kwiatkowski, Dan Martin, Peter Sagan. No shake? No shake. <laughs> In his final three stages for BMC. <laughs> Over under. 10 stages over you think he makes it over 10 stages over 10 stages not over 15 wreck pull pulls his hamstring uh, <laughs> pulls a hammy can't make it out uh, possible wreck possible not feeling well possible Men- menstrual cramps yeah he might need uh he might need a moment before the world championship decides that the last week could be i'm surprised that bmc is sending him uh, I, I, I really think, well, they want to get their money's worth out of it. Yeah, I guess that, that's the money. only thing I can think of too. And they're really, uh, Richie Port still has not signed his contract with Trek. So who, his money goes down. I bet every day that he, 
that Holds they out. agree on a, on a price. Well, I don't think they're holding out. I think they're waiting to, to see if he comes apart and they can get him for even less money. Any surprise or any who, – who do you think wins? Nibali, Quintana, Dan Martin? Uh, I'm I'm more – not Dan Martin. Uh, the Volta's not, not great. Not Well, the tour isn't great for him either, but – but it would be very, very, very difficult for him to to win the Volta. Um, you know, not Valverde. Uh, I think it probably be Quintana or Nibley. Um, possibly Kwiatkowski. Uh, the Yates. I couldn't um, tell if they were in it or not. No, I think Kwiatkowski would only be doing the Volta to get ready for World Championships. So I don't think he's necessarily worried about that. Um, were there any other... Like transfers, I saw there were a couple, but like not, no big names out um, there. Some people have been moving around. Uh, Nikki Terpstra actually left uh, Quick, Quick Step, Step, yeah, to move uh, to move to uh, Direct Energy, I believe, um, which is a pretty big move. A lot of the reasons that he's won the Perry Roubaix and Tour of Flanders is because of the strength of the team. So good on him. I wish him the best of luck. Hey, got to make if you got if you got some money. I mean. You know, sometimes it's it's more about the money than you know. Those guys don't they have a shelf life. Well, yeah, my shelf life is over like twenty years ago. <laughs> I, I won't say anything mean. <laughs> um, is there anything else? Uh, I I saw the is it the tour of Colorado or the Colorado Classic was going on. Yeah, two, uh, Colorado just finished up. They had done um, uh, Utah a little bit earlier, uh, a week a week earlier. So a little, some good American racing. The Colorado race, I don't get very enthused about. The, right. I, Colorado talks about how supportive they are of cycling and racing and all that, and they just don't seem to be able to get the numbers to come watch or participate or spend their money on watching the races or – they just it, it's a it's it's been this way for a long time. So I saw the the three of the guys from Bora Hansgrohe resigned. One of them being Micah. Yeah, they wanted to uh, the, kind the, of kept the two of them were Polish, I think. Yeah. To, and so they wanted to make sure that CCC didn't come and swoop them and sweep, uh, sweep, sweep in and grab them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, should we talk about this Roswell Greenway tennis thing, or should we just let it go? I don't know. Do you want? It's up to you. I mean, you you, you ride on it. I'm interested in your opinion. My opinion? Yeah. I think the mayor, the because the previous mayor was a cycling buff. I think this mayor was trying to write her legacy in something different, and ended up pissing off about ninety eight percent of the constituents in, in that vote for her. I'd be very surprised if she makes it before the end of year without resigning. Uh, I can't imagine this job's going to be very. Uh, it, it obviously isn't going to be how she imagined it going, and it isn't. I wouldn't be surprised if 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 some of the board of commissioners and her uh, decided to take a step back uh, very very shortly. Well, it was. It seemed a little shady how it went. Kind of just <laughs> got pushed through. Um, I don't think she expected the backlash. It's actually, you know, we talked yesterday. Um, because I went riding and there were some issues with my bike. But what was pretty funny to me was that I don't think I told you this. 
I got to where I typically start my ride at Marconi at the end of the greenway. It's a cop in the a Roswell cop in the parking lot, just sitting there. Didn't think anything of it. You know, he's just kind of sitting there minding his own business. I get ready to go on my ride. I get to the next parking lot, which is where the YMCA is. There's another one. And I'm wondering if they were sent there on a Sunday to count people going in and out of the parking lot. I, I seriously had that thought go through my mind. Interesting. Um, but it was, you know, the the turnout at the uh, city hall that night was great. They actually, they even tried to move the meeting to 530 to scare people from coming. Uh, they were trying. <clears throat> then Then they backed. They backed that up by saying that was a usual that was a usual meeting yeah. time, and uh, some of those. Well, I don't know if you saw the video of the guy speaking and getting thrown out of chambers. Well, the mayor had a deer in the headlights look, and doesn't I don't. This wasn't how she anticipated her her mayorship going, and she seems very unable to un- understand or comprehend or be able to, to turn the tide Yeah. as far as, you know, if you put it into restaurant manager lingo, you know, sometimes you go to the table and you don't have their food. You don't have this. You don't have that. You just got to back up, say, I made a mistake, do your best to get it out. And then just, and then just move on. And she doesn't seem capable of, of doing that. Well, like most politicians these days, it's all about them and not about the people they're representing. True. Um, well, in, you know, I, I give a lot of credit to the old line dog cycling group. I give a lot of credit to just the people in that use the greenway like myself who, you know, got the word out. And um, it was good to see that the cycling community kind of rally around. You know, for me, it's a safe place to ride. You know, right. I can I can I can do a couple laps on it. I can. There's a lot of road, good road riding around there that I use. You know, I can do. Right. Well, you used to live right behind it. Uh, well, I, well, I work a mile from the, or not even right. a mile from the entrance. So a lot of times I'll just go there after work and ride for an hour or, right. you know, on the weekends I'll ride there for an hour and then do an hour on the roads around it. So, um, you know, it's, it's an important part of the community and, and it was great to see the rally behind it. Yeah. But, but uh, it's a very well used facility yeah. by a lot of groups. Uh, the, Rambo organization has done yes. a lot of work out there. And they've been, sure they've been out there. They've been out yeah. there every weekend, you know, supporting it. So good job. Um, anything else cycling we need to talk about at the time? What's that picture behind your shoulder? Is that you? Um, no, that's actually uh, Greg, Greg Lamont. I was going to say the next one was the Greg Lamont. <laughs> that's uh, <laughs> 1989 before he won the Tour de France. That's from the Tour of America's. In West Palm Beach, I believe that one was taken. Nice. Um, all right, Atlanta United. You and I yes. were, were texting yesterday during the game. Yes. Awesome game. It was Again, great. Uh, Atlanta no United. No for Guzan, but it was close. He made one heck of a save in the second half to keep that game tied. Yes. In the, you know, again... I don't like the guy running around yelling at everybody on the field. I don't get it. <laughs> it makes no sense to me yelling at the ref, yelling at the opposing team, yelling at his own team on routine saves. Well, the but other, he played the a other great keeper game. was doing the same thing. Yeah, but the other keeper is our keeper. 
<laughs> Is that the difference? Well, I mean, I'm sure we'll see Brad Guzan in a USA jersey again sometime soon, based on his performance. Oh, he's had a good year. Yeah, yeah but no, they they're they're done with that generation. They're they're moving on. Um, I wouldn't be surprised to see him as a backup. You know, or if if Zach Stefan ends up going to Europe somewhere and he can't make it for a game, you know, Guzan's got to be on that short list of, you know, two or three goal goalkeepers. How old is he? Oh, he's got to be like thir- between 30 and 35. That's what I was thinking. No, you he's know. not playing again. What are you talking about? Tim Howard played into his, is still playing in his 40s. You ready? Yeah, I'll take that. I'll, I'll do the usual. I'll do the usual. It, they'll get him in for his last game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. They didn't like him to begin with. Well, no, I think the fans didn't like him. Oh, Bob Bradley or uh, Bruce Arenas didn't like him either. Bob Bradley can eat a dick. Uh, That's a little rough for the podcast. Sorry. 84. Violet's going to listen to these in like 12 years. I don't care. Okay. (laughs) She'll she'll hear it during the football games. (laughs) September 9th, 1984. Was that that 34? Yeah. 34? It'll be thirty. It'll be thirty-four coming up. Um, all right. So, Atlanta United wins. They beat Columbus three to one. I wonder if the uh, Master State criteria uh, track champion was impressed with the play. Probably not. I don't think so. None of those Liverpool guys were playing pro- Liverpool was probably on earlier the day, so he's probably napping from getting up early for watching that. <laughs> um, we started out. Uh, with the scoring, with the record-tying goal on a great pass from um, Julian Gressel. And then, as you and I were, were texting, uh, Joseph Martinez beat two guys and smoked one in on the left corner with the left foot. Yeah, it was a nice hook. All three goals were beautiful that Atlanta scored. Even Actually, I take that back. All four goals in the game were, were scored were awesome. Yes. Zardes' goal was fantastic. I thought it was good football. I, I thought it was uh, It was two teams that were, and, and even the com- the commentator said, the two evenly matched or two evenly styled teams. They both right. play that press style. And, um, you know, it was every game Atlanta plays in, for the most part, if you get more than two goals in a soccer game, it's entertaining. Right. And we get, we get consistently, we get four. Whether it's three one four nothing, you know, whatever the, whatever the score is, right? Um, you know, uh, so Martinez scores bef- mid like twenty fifth minute or fifteenth minute. I can't remember what it was. Pretty early, um, going to half one nothing. I think in the first five minutes of the second half, Zardes scores for Columbus on a great goal. It was left wide open in the middle of the field. Uh, <laughs> it was a common theme on the day. Um, and we're going to get into one of the Ask Barman and Bevo questions later about soccer. Uh, Scott Patton asked, asked me about it offline, maybe about a week, week and a half ago. So we'll, we'll, he doesn't understand offsides in, in soccer, and I'm going to explain it to him using hockey as my reference. Is that to Ask Bevo? It's one of them. Uh, Scott and I were um, – Trading messages on Facebook Messenger or Twitter. I can't remember, uh, like maybe like 10 days ago, and he was asking me about it. I'm like, I'll go over it on the next episode. So that's that's a perfect question. So, um, and I know Ryan Crabby 
is a big soccer fan and, and he'll, he'll, he'll hopefully understand my, my description of offsides. <laughs> Either understand or correct us one or the other. Well, I mean, it, it, it's different because in every other sport, the offsides line is a standard line. It doesn't move. We're in soccer. It moves. Correct. So, um, and but, you control where the line is in soccer. Yes. Um, that's part of the strategy. That's part of, that's the, strategy. Part of the strategy. Yep. Um, hold the line. So we see a goal from Columbus five minutes into the second half. Uh, we've got a strange, uh, sequence after that where Columbus almost scores again, but Guzan made a great save and then Parkhurst cleared the, the ball out of the 18 yard box. Um, then we get a, a two on three break, I believe in Villaba comes down the right sides, cuts to the middle and beats everybody. And then scores a crazy across the goal, goal mouth goal. Um, but he beat like two or three guys and Martinez was right there as well. Um, and then not, not more than five minutes later, Al Marone scores on a pass from Martinez at the top of the 18 yard box. And boy, was that shot just smoked. That was a good shot. It was beautiful. Um, and he hadn't scored in almost a month and a half, two months. Yeah, so. well, yeah, he had to get the referee out of the way first, and then he. <laughs> <laughs> um, that puts Atlanta United back in first place in the supporter shield by three points over New York City Red Bulls. Um, they've got a game coming up Friday night against our rivals, Orlando. Oof. Yep, in Orlando. Automatic um, three points there. You know that's going. You know where that's going to show up later in the show. <laughs> yep. No spread yet, but I'll have it out hopefully tomorrow or Wednesday. They can't go to three, could they? Uh, it'll probably be two. That's what I was thinking. It was two last time. Right. I was actually looking at the English Premier League for games to bet on as well, just just to be just in case. But I think I'm going to stick with that Atlanta United Orlando game. Um, Friday night Orlando. The next eight out of the nine games are on the road. Um, well, football season starts. Yes. Yeah, I know. I, I know um, we have discussed this in the past um, where we both felt that this was um, because of the, 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 the Falcons schedule. And it makes total sense. You know, well, it's not just the Falcons. It's the kickoff classics. Yes. No, you've got Saturday all the college and- games that Labor Day weekend following weekend i don't know if the falcons are at home you'll know better than me um but you know the falcons it's mostly that's where they're going to generate more revenue right um, even though the M, uh, atlanta united is leading the mls in attendance um should we talk about taylor swift <laughs> how was your concert michael man what a show how many people stared at you so wondering why you were there. Well, fortunately, tens, twenties, thirties, do- dozens, dozens, dozens were staring at the shirt that I was wearing that said hashtag Swifty Squad. <laughs> <laughs> and my sister was with me. She's like, everybody's staring at your, your shirt, and they don't know if you're real or not. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was a great experience. She put on. She put on. She puts on a great show. Okay, so it was that it was very entertaining. 
So describe describe a swift tailgate. What time do you go in? What time does the concert? Well, I was start? with a seven and a nine or seven and a ten year old, so there's no tailgating. Okay, so what time does the Taylor Swift concert usually start? The concert started at seven thirty. Seven thirty. Yes, and it was over by eleven. Wow. Um, there Who were two opened? Charlie X something or other XCX, I think her name is. She's British. She's got like one or two hits, and that's it. She was okay. And then um, I can't remember the girl. The The girl that was out after her is pretty good. She's got a hit as well. Uh, she's Latin. Does, I think, I think she's Cuban. Taylor Swift only travel with independent, independent or single single artists, one artist, so that there's plenty of room for well, her in the back. Well, it was pop, uh, it was like, they're, it's, you know, it's a pop act, so I think, I know she's traveled with, like, other guy pop acts before, but um, it's two, like, young up-and-comers. Is it girl time back there before the beginning of the concert? Probably. They were good, though. Well, that's good. All in all. So, me and, me and Brick had a great time. <laughs> 11 o'clock. Concert wraps up. Kids are sleeping on shoulders. No, they were awake. They were awake. Yeah, they were. They stayed at the residence inn right there by the the stadium. And my sister and I went, came back here, got home by around twelve thirty. Wow. Uh, yep. That that's the only thing. Mercedes Benz is so great for for so many reasons, but the one thing that sucks about it is getting in and out of that place. Well, you're supposed to take Marta. Yeah, it's well, Marta's not always the best solution. <laughs> so well parking isn't either yeah well that's you know so um pga tiger woods lost to the field but finished second so good that on was him. a that was he a good finish he looked good john daly ended up missing the cut <laughs> did what did we bet on that one i can't remember no, I don't think we bet. It was, <laughs> we both a, said he wasn't going to make the cut. It was, it was something I thought he was going to make the cut. He was only two, he was only two strokes off, and he oh, was that's not bad. And and he he had been playing well. There was no double bogeys or any of that on his card, and he actually finished par par par. Uh, so I thought he was going to have a good day, and it, he, he was a couple of strokes off. So uh, Brooks Kepka wins his second major of the year. Uh, he looks like he he looks like he benches about three hundred. He looks like he should be playing linebacker for the Dolphins. Yes. <laughs> um, Tiger looked good though. I think he he had like one mistake on the back nine. Dude, like he didn't he didn't hit a fairway to save his life. Yeah, but he at least he scrambled and was in it. I mean, I guess he didn't hit he hit his first fairway on ten. Did you hear what Tiger's Tiger's caddy was heard saying to no, no. Tiger come uh, on a Saturday afternoon? Did he, didn't he bribe somebody to leave? He bribed someone to leave, and then the guy didn't took the twenty five bucks, but then didn't leave. So he got security to <laughs> he got security to kick him out. And I guess somewhere on Saturday afternoon, Joe Lacava asked the other caddies, "Like, hey, how are the fairways looking? Uh, how are the fairways looking today?" <laughs> I don't think Tiger had hit one yet. <laughs> oh boy. <It's... laughs> That's something you and I would say to each other if we were if we were in a cart together. I'm telling you right <laughs> now, if you and I ever go to a golf event and Tiger Woods is playing, we're going to a military surplus store. We're buying <laughs> army helmets and we're painting either the Nike swoosh on there or the Bridgestone logo. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Dude, we're gonna get kicked out in like ten minutes. 
hey, somebody's got to have a good time. <laughs> it's it freaking like, golf. It looked like a scene from Stripes. <laughs> Hawaiian shirts and army helmets. Army helmets. That, that was Stripes, wasn't it? Yes. Um. Okay, so Tiger finishes second. Does Tiger win a major next year? He wins the Masters. Yes. Is Tiger finally healthy? He's as healthy as he's ever going to be again. Um, does he beat Jack's record at this point? No. Do you think he ties it? Possibly. You think he ties it and kind of quits? No. Is he, is he, you think, so you don't think he's okay with being considered as great as Jack? I don't think Tiger knows anything except for how to golf and will never not golf. I think he knows about how to do something else really well. <laughs> and it already got him in trouble once. <laughs> but, you know, Jack Nicholas won, won, won a major at 47 years old. There's no reason Tiger can't win majors. Tom Watson almost won the British Open at 52. Or 53 years old a few years ago? Uh, if I remember, Tom Watson was maybe near the top of the leaderboard of the Masters this year. Yeah. So, you know, Tiger's going to Tiger's gonna get one or two more in his late in his late 40s, uh, early 50s probably, where he kind of brings breaks out the magic. Um, but I think he's three off. Wasn't breaking out the magic what got him in trouble in the first place? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You can only have so many burner phones. I can't wait to see Scott Patton's tweet about hashtag bringing out the magic. <laughs> bringing out the magic. Um, yeah, so I think he's three off. Four. Four off. Is he at 15 or six? I think he's at 15. I think he's at 15. Jack's at 18. I think Jack's at 19? No, Jack's at 18. Oh, then that. Sure. Let's take a quick look. So is Tiger going to win four more, four more majors? I don't think so. Three, yeah, I think that's... You're right, he's at 18. Yeah. I know, I I, I said it. Um, Screw you. (laughs) This podcast is over. (laughs) (laughs) It was over when you said (laughs) the Bee Gees were better than the Beatles. (laughs) Um, I'm not the one that said the Earth was flat. I didn't say it was flat either. (laughs) Tiger has 14. So he needs four? Three, I think, is doable. Four is going to be tough. I can't imagine five. Right. I do think he will get two, though, in his late 40s or late 50s, where everything just lines up. Okay. Like he goes to the British Open, and, and the, weather's, the wind's blowing the, weather's blowing the right way, and it's just <laughs> moist enough. What's the priest's name from Caddyshack? Bishop Pickering. <laughs> Put me down for a five. <laughs> no one can see me holding up ten fingers. It's all right. Um, NFL news and notes. Oh, we got a lot to talk about. The playoff bound bound Cleveland Browns are look shaping up nicely. Are the are the Cleveland Browns in hard knocks? I, they are, and my sister says it's fantastic. I I hear it's awful. They're, well, Bunny, I haven't seen it. Usually it pops up on my Netflix, right? Uh, I don't think so. 
Didn't I see the, Didn't I see Tampa Bay on the Netflix? Yeah, but they did Tampa Bay two years in a row, so you might have got. Oh, oh you might have gotten them. I don't know. It didn't pop up on my Netflix, but that's where I watched it last year. Right. I'll have to look for it again. My sister said the first episode was a little slow, but the second and third episodes were both good. Are they going to the playoffs? You what, know where I stand. Maggie? You know where I stand on this. What does Maggie say? She said, I, I told her, I said, Barman and I both believe that they're going to play. She's like, I don't see why not. They've got all the, it looks like everything's lining up for them as long as they stay healthy. Yes. And I guess Baker Mayfield's looking better and better. Right. So at least if, if Tyrod gets hurt. They have a backup plan. They have a backup plan, even though they trade away Kaiser. So, um, well, it looks like, it looks like Des Bryant. Des Bryant is the only thing that could keep them out of the playoffs at this point. <laughs> and it looks like he's about to sign, or he did sign over the last couple days. I don't think he signed. I, I think he met with them again today. That's a um, possibility. But he's in Cleveland, and it looks like he's going to sign. Because he doesn't have anyone else offering him anything. No, and, th- and that's kind of what we said last time. Yeah. Um, Josh Gordon's finally in camp. Uh, he was a little concerned with his sobriety. Um Flash? Flash, we can call him Flash. That's a good. That's a good name for him. Um, Doesn't he go by Flash? I don't think so. Um, we'll bring back the old. Uh, we haven't done this in a while. Woo! Reformation, nice. Yeah, Kids. I like. I love the the Stark. Oh, Porter. Tony Stark. It's a Porter left over from St. Patty's Day. You gotta get us left. We go through all that. No, I got. I got about a dozen. Um. Safety stash? Yeah. Uh, I think the Browns could have a really nice offense. Um, just a, It seems like they've got a lot of weapons, but you never know. But the main thing is their their division is weak. Yes. And their, their schedule, yeah, they start with the Steelers and Saints, but then Jets, Raiders, Ravens, Chargers, Bucks, Steelers, Chiefs. How much are the Chiefs going to underachieve this year with the offensive coordinator leaving? And a new quarterback. And, and, and Andy Reid doing his <clears throat> usual BS. And when do the Browns come to town? Right around the time for the Chiefs. November to lose 11th. Their, the Chiefs will lose their second game. <laughs> <laughs> In a row. Yeah. Bengals, Tennessee. They finished with the Ravens and the Bengals and the Broncos this year. Oh. Yeah. Um. Buffalo lose McCarron to a broken fractured class. Well, it looks like it's not broken now, but he got hurt in the preseason game the other night. It looks like Josh Allen, the rookie, is going to start the next game against Cincinnati. Um, Are we talking about the Bills? Yeah, why not? I'm just going through some quick notes that I, I wrote oh, okay. down because there's a lot. Adrian Peterson signed with the Redskins today. <laughs> Dude, that's – is there a worse – Pro sports franchise than the Redskins now? No. It's not even close. No. I mean, you could say what you want about the Indians, but at least they're changing their logo. And I mean, the fans aren't happy about it, but. Well, they're 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 just going back to the block C, right? And just going to leave the logo for a little while. Well, no, the Chief Wahoo is on the jersey until the end of this year, and then he's off. Right. And for a while. Going, going, no, he'll, it'll be. It's a permanent thing. What's, once unless some, unless they get bought by somebody. Well, there's going to be some Mohican Sun um, 
Indian reservation somewhere near Akron or, or something that's going to be like, you know what? Let's get the Indian back on. Let's let's represent it, and it'll, it'll come back. Stranger well, things have happened. They're not giving up the trademark on it, so. <laughs> right. Stranger things have happened. Right. Um, Khalil Mack in Oakland is holding out, um, and it's looking like he's going to be traded away. Do you know who's number one on that list to get him traded away to? Uh, Packers? It, you are correct. The underachieving, undercoached. How's Don Capers doing this year? I don't know. He doesn't work in Green Bay anymore. <laughs> Things Where are looking Dom? up. Where is Dom? I think Dom is permanently retired. No. Even Spurrier has another job with the A, the ARF. Uh, AAFL? Awful? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. It looks like he's with you. He may be with your Detroit Lions. I think he is. I, I thought so. Oh, that's not good. Another underachieving. He's only 68. He looks like he's 80. <laughs> he, he had a heart event when he was at Carolina. Both him and John Fox. Yeah, I remember that. And had. Um, and he knows an awful lot about that Green Bay offense. It looks like he's he's with the Lions, but. He just uh, uh, no. This is from this is from the end of the year. No, he, I don't think he's got a, a team. Oh, didn't say anything about it. Yeah. Everything that shows up about Don Capers is he's been fired from. Yeah, nothing January. else. Um. Yeah. So Khalil Mack possible trade destination. It looks like it's going to be. I would think it'd be maybe Buffalo, Green Bay. Mike McCarthy doesn't run the ball anyway, so why do you need a running back? He's not a running back. Oh, I thought he was. He's a defensive end. Oh, that dude. Yes. Oh, well, Dom Capers will do great with him. I, th- <laughs> I think you're mixing up your black guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, have you seen the new helmet rule? Have we talked yeah, about a little this? Bit. Uh, I think we were letting it sit for a while. See, see what they said. It looks like there's going to be a 15 yard penalty on every other play. Mm, they'll get it straightened out. Mm, we'll see. Um, they always do. It's it's best for the players. I, I have a feeling we're going to see a, a little bit higher scoring league, at least in the first eight games. Well, Drew Brees needs as much help as he can. <laughs> well, he can't see over the line, that's for sure. I know. So if, if no one can hit his receivers, then, then he's just fine. Um, a little bit of drama in Denver. Uh, the fans have turned on Paxton Lynch and have started a petition to get him out, <laughs> to get him cut. <laughs> wow. They're, how, how, who's going to be worse this year? Denver or... Who's who's the worst team in football? It was the Browns. Um, it was the Browns. Be, who's gonna be worse, Denver or Buffalo? Denver. Is there a team worse than Denver? Mm, the Colts have a possibility to be worse. Yeah, Luck's coming back, but yeah, that, that's not. I kind that, of agree with you there. That that's they. You Baltimore, know, more maybe. The Ravens have a possibility to suck ass. The Jets? 
The Jets, uh, no. We were dead wrong about like the Jets Todd last Bulls. year, remember? They won like seven or eight games. I like Todd Bowles. No, you were wrong about the Jets. Okay. I, you said they were going to win no games, and I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> they had won by week four, I think. Yeah. <laughs> and they had a couple of quality wins. You know, this is the NFL. Those guys play professionally. Tampa Bay? It's possible. Got to feel horrible for Cutter and um, and Mike Smith. I like both those guys, but they're in over their heads. Um, Detroit and and we no, I think Detroit's. I don't think I don't think Minnesota's. That Chicago, great. no, they they got oh, no. Minnesota's going to be great. No, Zimmer's going to pull defeat out of the jaws of victory with that no. team. He's got cousins. He's got a real quarterback now. Cousins, as long as he's healthy, they're fine. He can't recreate it. They're going. They're going below eight and eight or below. No way. No way. I'll take that. Right, you're not shaky. I because I, I don't have you up on the screen. Oh, are we recording the video of this? Uh, well, there's always a recording of the video. I just never post it. Oh, really? Yeah. <clears throat> um, someday we have to put the shake on. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, you, you know, know we... Green Bay, Green Bay nine and seven or ten and six, Minnesota eight and eight, Bears eight and eight, and Lions eight and eight. Whoa. There's no way the Chicago Bears are going to finish 8-8. Eight and eight. Yes. 4-12. and 12. Possible. I think, they, <laughs> I, think, I, think they go, I think they do I think they do a little bit better than that. Um, so that would mean, so if the North and the South. Um, you, you got the Falcons winning the South? Probably not. Or do you got Carolina? Um, you know, the, I think the Falcons could, like I said, the Falcons could play better and have lose, win one less game and miss the playoffs this year. It, is it totally possible? You ready for this? What's that? Falcons, thirteen and three. That's tough. Their schedule sucks. Harder. No, yeah, it's and the the. The goofy teams are at goofy times. Mm. You know, you know how that happened. Like the like four o'clock Buffalo, game against Tampa like Bay, Buffalo game last year. That the the and you could feel the Falcons were dead tired from winning the last couple. They gotten lucky a couple of times. Um, man, the, the this schedule. Here's, just, here's how I look at it: the Saints not that good. Um, no, the Saints are eight and eight or nine and seven. Yeah, agreed. Uh, Carolina, same thing. Carolina could be nine and seven or twelve and four. It just depends which Cam Newton shows up this year. Right. So at Eagles, home with Panthers, at Saints. So then, then they get the Bengals. Then they get the Bengals at home. Which if they win, if the Falcons win all three games, they'll lose to the Bengals. No, I think they come out of that four game stretch either four and four or three and one or four or two and two. Then they go. Then they go right into the Steelers at one another one o'clock game. Uh, Buccaneers, Giants, Redskins, Browns. Those are all wins. Those are all those, wins. Those should be Except the Browns. Okay. Then they're then then they have the Cowboys at home. That's a win. Which is eh, that's a Cowboys always play Falcons tough, and they're they're coming up. All they gotta do is stop the run. Then they're um then they're at the Saints before Thanksgiving. Then they have the Ravens, and then the the Don Capers and the Packers come into town. <laughs> Cardinals. 
Cardinals, Panthers, but are we bringing so, him? Are we just bringing him in just for that game? Just for that game. <laughs> <laughs> Try um, a little razzle dazzle. So on the defense. I guess I guess the main the the difficult part is that the schedule is kind of front loaded, right? For them, and so they could be one and three and still end up ten and six, right? Um, anything going on at camp there that we need to know about has been I feel like it's been relatively quiet. Well, that's which is way, good. Which is good. That's the way good teams are. You know, they didn't score any points in the first preseason game. It's preseason. It doesn't matter. Eh, it does matter. The you Browns know. won all five preseason games last year. How did I didn't say. I didn't say winning a game. I said scoring some points. Um, did Matt Ryan play? Yeah, I think he played a series. Yeah, it's fine. It was. Uh, they scored more points in the second game, but they probably they probably put a couple more plays in to score a little bit. I really don't care. I don't care winner winner loss wise. It's more about it's more about how well you play your base offense and your base defense against other teams. And if you can't score even with your base offense, that's that's an issue in the preseason. Um uh some news from Packers camp. Rodgers is in contract talks. Um he played the other night he threw a TD pass to Jimmy Graham. That, I have, that, do you know how much I hate Jimmy Graham? Because he played for the Saints, his attitude and his just his demeanor and his oh, I think he's a good fit there. I hate him. I anybody he's... that anybody that can catch a football is a good is a good. How many they were on like their eighth or ninth receiver by the middle of last season without Aaron Rodgers? Yep, that team is awful. On wide receivers. Awfully good. Awful. Why can't they keep receivers there? Four rings. Because they get too many. Four rings. You can't include Vince Lombardi's rings in anything you talk about. Two rings. Okay, there we go. (laughs) A Hogan ring and a McCarthy ring. I'll give you that. You can't go back to Vince. You can't go back to Vince. We won Super Bowls one and two, and it was glorious when I was there. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) and like you were at the ice bowl. Oh, it was amazing. It was was the frozen tundra. (laughs) Um, MLB. Are we talking Uh, MLB? Yeah, we'll talk about your cheating Braves real quick. Your thoughts on the Acuna situation? Last week, the where he got pegged in the, I don't care about that. You know, I mean, my baseball. You know, my thought is what Marlins wanted to win that game. Did they? <laughs> I don't know. I I don't think hey, the Marlins. What's care your best chance of winning? Any game. Take that guy out of the game. <laughs> no, they, they. He did. He he did a slow walk or something earlier in the season on him. And that was a that was a payback. No, he had hit four home runs, led off the game with four four a home run four games in a row. Well, you can't do that if you get hit by a pitch. That's right. So why not throw at him? <laughs> I'm right. I'm good. But with they it. were trying to hurt him. They no, no, no. He yeah, was aiming so, for the back, not the elbow. Yeah, I read I read an article where the the guy was head hunting, and I was no, like, he hit him in the elbow. Well, Acuna does that weird curl on there and gets his arm in there instead of taking it in the back. You know where in he's from, right? In the Venezuela? Is he? Yeah, Jess, wow. Jess, Jess told me. He's like, oh, he's Venezuelan. <laughs> <laughs> it's Valenzuela. I'm oh, sorry. Valenzuelan. Well, let um, me say, I'm going to get killed if I go there. 
You're not allowed to go. I'm not allowed oh, to go. If you do go, I have to find a new host. <laughs> co- sorry, co-host. <laughs> Bevo and someone else? Scott Patton will be frothing at the mouth to fill your shoes. I'm sure he will. <laughs> um, Indians Magic Numbers 28. Be quiet. It may be, actually, it might be lower than that. I think they were winning still. They can't beat the, even though they beat the Red Sox, they can't beat the Red Sox in the playoffs. I don't know what you're worried about. 5-4, final, boom, shakalaka. What's the Red Sox record right now? The Red Sox are 88 and 38. They're 50 games over 500? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> the Indians okay. The Indians are 72 and 52. They're only 20 games over 500. <laughs> are they really 72 and 52? Yeah. Oh, good for them. Well, they're leading the, the AL Central by 12-plus games now. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Ask Barman and Bevo anything. We've got two questions tonight. When is the appropriate time to start pulling out the Christmas stuff? I'm already seeing it on shelves and stores. It kills me. Thank you, Nick Luther. I have a um, strong opinion on this. I'm sure you do as well. Well, you know, my opinion is way stronger than yours. Uh, You're not allowed to start putting up decorations until the day after Thanksgiving. That is the earliest. You can buy the stuff maybe around November 1st after Halloween. But, you know, typically if I go buy decorations, I buy it on Black Friday. Your Christmas decorations? If I buy like an extra couple strands of lights. What's your opinion? I hate Christmas. Uh, I hate. You're one of those. I hate. You're you're part of the war on Christmas? I, you know, work in retail and work in restaurants. Oh, yeah, it sucks. It's very similar. It's very, very similar to being out on on a ride, on a bicycle ride on Sunday morning and getting buzzed by someone who feels like they're late for church. And they act like the most Christian people on the planet, even though yep. they're rushing. They're rushing there. You know, when someone come when someone comes in the retail establishment in October and is closing their trunk and says, "Oh my, I've just finished all my Christmas shopping." That is some of the most disgusting feelings I have ever had in retail. It is so painful. Yep, that is not what Christmas is about. Yep. Peace on earth, goodwill to men. It's one day. Christmas is one day. Oh, it's, it's not a, a season? No, it's a day. It's one flipping day. What about Hanukkah? Well, I think that's seven days, but I'm eight, not familiar eight, with that. It's is eight. it eight days? Do you, <laughs> get a present, do you get a present each day? You do. Oh, really? What about Kwanzaa? I don't even know what that is. All right. I don't know what it is either. I just know it's uh, African, <laughs> some African holidays. I don't know if it's a day well, or a couple days it, or what. Christmas now, was made. Christmas was made up as a Christian holiday because it was a pagan holiday in the first place. So anybody can pin a holiday on December twenty fifth, and I'd be happy to celebrate it as long as you have peace on earth and goodwill. I have an idea. I have an idea. We are going to officially set our stance. We celebrate Festivus. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> you don't know about Festivus? 
I don't. What you is didn't that? watch Seinfeld, did you? Well, I thought so. Is that what they started calling Festivus for the rest of us? No, no, no. Mr. Costanza celebrates Festivus. Festivus. And George has to use it as an excuse at his work that he doesn't celebrate Christmas because he celebrates Festivus. (laughs) There's a bunch of traditions. There's a a metal pole with some tinsel around it. There's the airing of grievances. (laughs) Oh, I'm going to have to make a Barman and Bevo Festivus logo. Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, Barman and Bevo, ugly holiday sweater. Christmas. I have uh, my uh, uh, Michaela got me uh, the ugliest sweater I've ever seen in my entire life. It is awful. I've got my sister got me a penguins one and it is ugly. And, and we'll have to have we'll have ugliest. We'll have a competition for ugliest sweater. Barman okay. and Bevo, ugliest sweater. Um, but Christmas is one day. It's yes. one flipping day. One day. One. Um. All right, it's not a season. It's not. It's, it's not. It's not eight weeks. I, I I like where you stand on this. Good. But when's the question was when's the earliest you can decorate for Christmas, or should Christmas you not? Eve. <laughs> wow. Luther, you should not be putting out any sort of anything until Christmas Eve. Enjoy the family. Have some eggnog. I gotta get T-shirts made that say hashtag Barman approved. Barman approved. <laughs> Christmas is the is is, is so disgusting. Yeah. The way people treat Christmas, it's is, bad. It's disgusting, disgusting. The way they treat their servers at Christmas time, the yep. way they do the retail, it is awful. Um, no one won Christmas. You don't play the game. It's not a game. <laughs> you play to win the game. <laughs> Christmas is not winnable. <laughs> Nobody can win Christmas. I can. No, you yes, can't. I no, can. you cannot win Christmas. I can. No one no one can win Christmas. Even Jesus doesn't win Christmas. Does he win Easter? <laughs> he moved a big boulder out of the way. It's deep, pretty good. Deep thoughts. Deep, deep thoughts. <laughs> No, you can't win Easter either. Okay. Question number two comes from Scott Patton. I don't remember exactly what his words was. I don't understand soccer offsides. Can you no, explain? This would be way better to watch if I understood <laughs> what was going on. Because he thinks. Okay. So, Scott, I want you to picture. You understand hockey. And hockey has the blue line. The blue line determines whether the puck is. Or a person is offsides coming into the zone. The blue line in soccer would move. There has to be two players, whether it's the goalie and a defensive player or two defensive players in line. The, the, the second one back is the offsides line. So with the exception of the 50-yard line, on, um, on any given play, if, if the offensive team is coming into the zone, the player getting passed to from his other player has to be equal to the second person from the goalie or second second person back. So goalie and another player. And uh, next time I see you, I'm going to have to draw it out. But it would be better if there was a visual. I might have to post the visual with, with it. I think you can simplify it even more than that. Okay, go for it. No, you... Not me. 
I said you can. In order for a player to be on sides, he has to be equal to the second closest. No. The second furthest back when the ball is passed to him. Is that right? Correct. I think what what messes everyone up about the soccer It's when the ball's is, passed, it's not where the guy is when he gets the ball. Which gives an opportunity for someone who's further away from the play to put the ball onto another player where they're ahead of the defender. And right. that gets super confusing for folks. Yeah, so you have to be on sides equal to the guy, or there have to be two guys equal to or in front of you at the time when the ball's passed. So you can be offsides when you get the ball, but as long as you're onsides when the ball is passed, it's an onside play. So hopefully that clears it up for you. The difference is with hockey and soccer, the blue line moves. Now, there's no offsides on a throw-in, and there's no offsides on a corner kick. Um, the only other time you can be offsides is if you are inside the opponent's 50-yard line, and no one else is inside that 50-yard line other than the goalie. That's the only other time you can be offsides. Does that work? No. So if all the defensemen are at the 50-yard line and you're standing at the top of the circle and the ball's passed you, you're offsides. I can't see it. Pooper way to cut a sandwich. Proper way to cut a sandwich. Oh, brick danger blade. Depends on this. Okay, so I hope that explains offsides. Brick Danger Blade writes in late. What is the proper way to cut the sa- cut a sandwich? And I would say that depends on the sandwich. Of course it does. Um, Peanut butter and jelly is straight straight up and down. So, two halves. Two ham, equal square ham, halves. Tur- ham, turkey is cut at a, a club, diagonal. Like a club. And you can't make and Italian I, has to be in a roll. It can't be on bread. I would say any sandwich that has a toasted bun or toasted bread should be cut diagonal. Yes. Any sandwich with regular soft bread should be cut in half rectangular. Peanut butter. Not triangles. Jelly. Yes. Yes. Right. Peanut butter and jelly. Grilled uh, cheese. Salami and cheese. Grilled cheese. Oh, I go either way. I go diagonal or halves. Or halves? As long as you get the gooey goodness in the middle, it doesn't matter. I kind of prefer triangles with that, though. Oh, really? Again, again, toasted toasted bread. Toasted bread. So that'd be diagonal. Yeah. Reuben, diagonal. Diagonal. Hot pastrami, diagonal. Diagonal. (laughs) Club sandwich, we said diagonal. Patty melt. Uh, I'm not a big fan of the patty melt, but I would say uh, that could go either way. But I would well, go try. How, how do you do a burger when you're out of hamburger buns? Tortilla. <laughs> <laughs> Always tortilla. Always tortilla? Or lettuce. Extra lettuce. <laughs> um, sub sandwich cut into quarters or halves. Um... Again, it depends on the bread. Like a ciabatta roll, I go diagonal. Right. Um, that's a good question, though. For Good question, Brick. Brick came up in the clutch. What, what race did he win? Hapeville? Hapeville Criterium. Hapeville Criterium champion, 2018. 
Wild uh, Boys. Defending champion. Oh, defending. The, the only the only champion. Wow. Yes. That was a late, late entry too. He got it like just in time. Just pinged it. Were there any other ones? Oh, he posted a picture. <laughs> <laughs> Equator cut. Equator cut, is that what they call it? Girl, oh, there girl, it is. Best friend cut. Mirror cut. <laughs> uncut. Well, uncut, if you have a really sloppy sandwich where the lettuce doesn't push down really well, and you do, so you get like a BLT where the lettuce is really fresh, then you do an uncut, and you just have to go, you just have to go as best you can. Good questions. All right. Bet with Bevo. Uh, let's wrap this thing up. Um, I don't have a spread yet, but I'm going to take Atlanta United this weekend over uh, Orlando Friday night. Um, I'll get a spread out as soon as I get get one. Um, Orlando playing strong in their last 10 games. One, eight, and one. Oof. <laughs> they imploded. <laughs> and uh, last time they played in Mercedes Benz, they lost four nothing. So, um, I'm looking for uh, Joseph Martinez two plus goals in this game. We'll set the record, and Atlanta comes out strong, wins at least three to nothing. I'm thinking the spread's going to be two though, right? But it's on the road, so you never know, right? Um. Oh, we had um, a couple months ago, we had Mark and, and Jeff on, two of my buddies, the piano players. 1F Jeff. 1F Jeff, that's right. I haven't talked to 1F Jeff, and I forgot to ask Mark how he's doing. Um, but um, Mark and I saw each other last week. We're going to play a new song by him at the end of the episode. We're not going to do uh, Good Old Boys anymore, or for a while. I'm going to get Mark some press. Um, Mark has a new, uh, piano meditations album out on iTunes. Um, if you get a chance, just look for Mark Cavalli. I think it's called piano meditations and, uh, his new song should be this song that we're going to play. I believe it's going to come out in a couple months. So I hope everyone enjoys it. Um, but that's going to be our closing song. And he's working on an intro song for us as well. I just don't know when, when we'll get that. It'd probably be a couple months. So, um, do we need to cover anything else? Mm, no, I think that's it. Okay. Uh, Barman and Bevo podcast. Uh, we are on Podbean. That's where most of our stuff is posted. Um, our website is barmanandbevo.podbean.com. All of our episodes are there. You can listen to them there. You can get them on iTunes. You can get them on Google Play. You can get them on Switch to Stitch, Stitcher. Uh, you got me on that one. Before. I don't remember. Podbean, Podbean's app. Um, social media. We're on Twitter at Barman, the letter N, Bevo Pod. Um, Michael, or uh, at underscore Coach Barman. Um, <laughs> at Bevo8771. Those are both our Twitter handles. Um, Facebook, Michael Barman, Michael Vandura. Uh, Facebook is just Barman and Bevo Podcast. Um, we'll probably come back here. Do you want to do another one next week? Uh, that might be possible. I've got a pretty easy week this week. I'm off. Well, ne- I'm off. Kind of off next week, so I should be able to do it. Um, let's see. Uh, let's see if there's any news. 
Yeah, that's the other thing. We, we did see that there was quite a bit of stuff to cover, so it was better to do one tonight. Um, we'll, we'll let you know when we're coming back. We'll give you a little bit more notice than we did tonight. Um, it's just been kind of hectic with Mike's schedule and with my schedule, and um, you know, it's, it's just been a little bit tougher to do. Oh, we needed a little bit of a break, too. So, um, But we'll be back here hopefully in the next week or two. So, Mike? Great job Debo. as always. Strong commentaries on Christmas and sandwich etiquette. <laughs> I hate I hate Christmas. God, I hate Christmas. Uh, I hate. I can't I wait it. for ugly except for the twenty four hours of Christmas. I, <laughs> I just I I hate Christmas. Um, we got to do the wing bracket soon. Trying. I actually okay. had some Taco Mac wings yesterday. Ugh. Roasted. Okay. TMI. Okay. They're good. The TM well. The, the TMI for me is way, way, way better than the hot there, than the roasted. So it was a pretty good wing. It was about six and a half or seven. Okay. All right. That does it for episode 52. Mike and I will be back hopefully in the next couple of weeks uh, with a new episode for you. Thanks for listening. We'll see you soon. Anything can happen in a moment. Memories all the way all is on And we talked about forever And you told me you could never plan that for ahead How about today instead? You're the one that first called me a dreamer I guess I kinda hope the dreams come true and I was lost inside a feeling When my arms, my heart, my soul They all held on to you Oh, all to you And if you hold on to me Then I will hold on to you And we can live I watched you roll a cigarette I had this feeling this was one night I might never, never forget You told me no one really sees you Beneath your beauty there is pain When you spoke, it was as lovely as Milano the rain You said your town was up past Como And it was known for artists who Could create the type of things that people buy and hold on to I asked you if your favorite part of the day was sunrise or sunset You just smiled and kissed me instead
inside a feeling where my 